are the navy blues We are the old dark navy blues We're the team that never lets them down We're the only team old Calvin knows Alright everyone, well welcome to a very special edition of Talking Blues this week uh, we're about to play Richmond, of course, on Thursday night, and we thought we'd go back in time and look back after 50 years on the 1972 Grand Final and, of course, a very famous premiership. And the captain coach of that premiership was the one and only Mr John Nichols. Great How are you, John? Mr Vince, thank you very much for okay. joining us, John. How are you, mate? Good, good thank you. And, uh, of course... It would be fair to say that that was probably the pinnacle of your career, that game, wouldn't it Wouldn't it be fair to say? Probably personally, yes, but uh, I've had a lot of good games over a lot of other years. I think 68 was a wonderful win and 70 was a great win. Yes, of course. Yeah. But personally, uh, being captain and coach, it was probably something I think more of. But to me, uh, it, was a, it was a lot of my ideas, but it was a team effort. Yes. Had a great... Uh, a great lot of um, loyal players that uh, did their part, and we caught Richmond probably by surprise, but uh, that's the way it goes. We, uh, yeah, 28 goals will stand for a long, long time, and uh, well, it has so far. I don't think it's <laughs> going to be beaten too many times. There, yeah, 28 goals. 28 yeah. goals, nine, 177. Yeah. To 22, 18, 150. That's 50 goals for an entire match. Who would have thought? Well, that? I guess our backline wasn't too good. They couldn't get. So all you guys in the back line, you yeah, played a bad game. Yeah. No, 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 it didn't. But the whole thing was <laughs> uh, in the previous probably eight or ten years. Every time we played Richmond, Richmond always kicked 100 points. Yes, that's right. Tom Hafey just score, outscore, outscore. Yeah. So we several times we had them on toast at halftime and the three-quarter time previously. Yes. And got beaten. So yep. we thought, well, we'll just outscore them. And uh, that's the way it happened. And uh, a bit of luck coming away. And a, a little bit of beat, you know, uh, fire with fire, I guess. So you accepted that they were always going to kick a, a pretty good score. They were anyway. always going to kick 100 gonna... points. Yeah. Always. That's the way they played, but um, so you, you had so it to, became you, a shootout. You, you had to kick more than they did, and, and we had luck early. Yeah, probably jumped them by surprise. But they, Tommy Hafey's style of coaching wasn't really defensive. Yes, it was just all out attack. Yes, kick long, kick to Royce Hart, get over his road. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty right. much. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so and it's happened uh, with Jezra and Wolsey, and uh, you know, goals came easy for us. Yes. Yeah. But um, we were we were a very good side, but on over the year they were probably better than us. Yeah, and on the day um, that's what happened. So on the but day you, you were the better team. But you finished on top then in June that year. Well, I, I, I don't think know you if we buy a couple of points. But the thing was we got thrashed in the um, mm. pre final at, um, at at Waverley. Yes, yeah. we, were, we were we had a shocking day, and uh, I think then no one gave us much of a chance in the grand final, but. Uh, I had planned. Um, I had planned. Uh, sorry, second semi-final. I bet. Yes, second semi-final. Yeah. We we're, were going to play St Kilda and preliminary, and uh, that's right. Yes. I had planned for for those weeks that if it happened, mm. we were going to make all these changes and not do it against St Kilda, so it'd be a surprise. And I think I, my career was nearly gone at that time. As a, I was worn out as a ruckman, and I knew that it was time I, I handed over. Right. But uh, we thought, well, we'll play St Kilda. Our orthodox way, yes. Um, defensive, low scores, 
That was good enough to win. And we, we, we had the wood on St Kilda. Yeah. So we, we knew we could do it that way and then we won by I think two or three goals. But uh, then we planning, my planning over weeks had sort of come into fruition. But uh, mm. I think one of the greatest thrills I had was um, on that um, morning before the grand final, uh, after a shocking loss to Richmond. Yeah. Went training Sunday morning and I had planned on all the players got there and oh God, what, what they're going to get killed, we're going to be punished. And <laughs> Is that what you thought? No, 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 I'd planned it two weeks before that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, the players got there not knowing what was going to happen. But probably the biggest chance I took was on that Sunday morning to tell them in advance what we're going to do. Right. Because I didn't want, for it to be a secret, I had to trust them. Yes. But I didn't trust my committee. <laughs> That's probably good advice. I didn't, I didn't trust the hangers on. Right, yeah. 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 So all the players were told not to talk to anyone about it. Right. And they didn't. That's that's a good. So term. that that credit to them is unbelievable because yeah. in football clubs, you know, particularly every Thursday night, people talk. Don't all they? all mm. the board, all the board people who think they run the club come along. <laughs> yes, that's right. Have, have their whiskies and talk and yak yak yak. And yeah. Friday they go and tell all their friends. Yes. So even my match committee, Jack Rout and Kevin McEncrow, right. Um, I I didn't tell them until. End of the week. Yep. And um, they weren't happy about it, but uh, that's the way it goes. That's the way it went. Wow. But there were several others uh, on the on the committee. George Harrison, some of his uh, yep. yes George men were there at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. George and his yes men. Yeah. Yeah. There was George and three of his yes George men. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, so because of that, we had a complete surprise. Was it wow. purely your idea to, to attack the game that way, or yes, did you have whole, that with whole thing else? was my idea. Wow. I'd been thinking about it for weeks. Right. As through, to how to get over Richmond. Through the year, yeah. Yeah. The, the previous time, not not the second semi. Right. During the year, I, I, we're, well, back in Brass's day, I remember one day at Princess Park, we were six goals up at half time, flying and you know, Tommy put Billy Barrett, one of the only changes he made, full forward on West Lofts, mm. he kicked six, we got beaten. Yes. Other days we've been in front of half time, three quarter time, we got beaten. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew we had to do something drastic. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it had to be as a surprise, so. Well, there's also um, a, a player by the name of Royce Hart, who was always going to be a very dangerous player for them, and uh, he was largely blanketed that day, Well, he wasn't probably he? was, but I mean, we had people like um, you know, Bruce Dill and Bruce Johnny Dill. Bill. Bruce Dill played on these him, guys, yeah. Yeah, these He wasn't a bad defender, Bruce Dill, was he? Well, he got better as he got older. Yeah. He was a magnificent, one of the yeah. great, greatest players Carlton's ever had. Yeah. But uh, even you know, Johnny Gould in those days was a great center Yes, back. he was yeah. great. And, uh, you know, our, our, over, our one percentages around the ground yes. kept us in the game because... Uh, yep. Uh, just one player can't win it for you. No, of course not. Yeah, no, of course. Well, of course, um, going into the game, there was also a decision that you obviously made to put Peter Percy Jones in the first ruck and take yourself out of the first ruck and play full forward. That yeah. was a masterstroke. Well, I've been thinking about it for a long time because mm. my body was worn out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, I, I, well, even though I wanted to do it and knew how to do it, I couldn't quite do it as well as I wanted to do it. Right. 
and um, it was about time Jonesy stepped up. So uh, um, it was all, also I'd been playing. If you think about it, uh, one of our greatest players, Alistair Lenko. Yeah. Who won his only best and first as a halfback flanker? Yes. That year. That's true. Um, I played him full back to full forward again. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And he uh, kicked seven. And, and Wolsey six and Sid six. But so I've been playing him in the back line. Yes. And uh, against St Kilda. Yeah. I played him in the back line. And so, yet, so was, and I I stayed in the first ruck. So the whole thing about it was basically. Uh, it had to be a, a surprise on the yeah. grand final, which it was. Well, interestingly, in the early moments of watching the, the, the replay of that, even Mike Williamson, I think it was, said, I can see at least eight positional changes compared yeah. to what we're used to seeing in the Carlton team. And it was uh, well, those really days, shuffling the... In those days, of course, you... Uh, of a Thursday night on the Friday, the team being the paper. Yes, that's right. Yep. And uh, they've, they've tightened things up a bit, the AFL now, but mm. in those days, we were juggling them around and... You wouldn't know where they were. Yeah, yeah. So, but Jez a halfback, a brilliant half, a brilliant player. Brilliant halfback flanker. He won his best and fairest as a halfback flanker yeah. that yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. But as, as a surprise, we kept him for the grand final. So, yeah, it was a masterstroke. Well, it had to be, as I said. Like Richmond were the better side that year, so it had to. Be, you had to do something. Different. It was a ma- it was a matter of being the better side on the day, right. and some of these moves were just brilliant. Well, yeah. that's the same in every grand final. I mean, yeah. some. Some young players, some players can't don't play well in finals. Yeah, that's yep. true. And uh, the history of Carlton over, you know, all the years, 68, mm. 70, and so on. Yeah. Um, we've always had good finals players. Yes, we have. Yeah. We've also had a few duds too. Most, most of them have been which, pretty good. Which, <laughs> which, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking players that can't handle the pressure. Yes, yeah, you're right. But I'm not, we're not going to mention them. No, no, we won't mention them. We only mention them. Well, the it was great like, well, ones, it yeah. got off to a cracking start. It was something like eight goals to five at uh, quarter time. Yeah, and uh, a three goal lead. How did you feel at that moment? Quarter time, you kicked eight goals, but you still, you know, uh, got a handy lead, but certainly nothing. Oh, look, that's the anyway. first quarter, second quarter went on. Yeah, we we knew they were going to come back and score goals. Yeah. yeah. But um, when you've got five or six goal leads, it's a, it's a, yeah, my word. it's a handy one. You can still, but we basically still kept attacking until the end of the game. Yeah. Well, it's funny you mention that because the, even though the, it was the, only... the worst thing you can do is is to freeze up and think we'll go we'll go negative. Yes, of course. Yeah. Well, you couldn't. You had to keep pushing, didn't because you? And, gonna, and the second quarter, they were going to keep pushing, weren't they? Well, I, I can't they, remember they, a grand they, final. They only knew one way. Yeah. yeah. But you see, we we yeah. practiced through the year. We'd, we'd practice through the year mm-hmm. of being during a game. Yes, being attacking for first quarter, yep. first half, go negative second half. Yeah, I've also gone the other way. I've had a negative first half and then go attack attacking the second. second half. To teach them how to do it. Yeah, but Richmond couldn't do that. No. Yeah. Well, interestingly, you really put the pedal to the metal in the second quarter because we went in at half time with a forty-five point lead, which is one point more than what Collingwood had over you two years earlier. And, of course, we came back to win that grand final. Yeah. Did, it, did it play on your mind that, hey, it might be a 45-point lead, but, hey, we've just proved that you can actually overcome that lead uh, in the second half? Or I, I, what, I, were, what was I, you thinking I, at half time? I never think about Collingwood. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, half time. what was the feeling in the rooms at that stage? 45-point lead, you'd really outplayed them for the second quarter. 
Well, I think basically we knew that we, we, knew we were good enough to do it. Yeah. Of course, we weren't uh, expecting later in the game for Neil Baum to do his normal dirty tricks. And yes. <laughs> you know, well, he did yeah. play a good game, Baum. Yeah. He played, I think he kicked about five, six goals. And I don't remember, but he's, 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 he's a white line. Yeah, a beautiful man, Barmy. Yes, but on the on on the field, he was a white line fever yeah. type. Oh, worse than that. <laughs> worse than that. Yeah. Well, we won't use any more language than that. Yeah, that he, is, he yeah. had white line fever, that's for sure. But um, um, and yourself, you know, six goals on the day. That 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 was a tremendous well, effort. They, in they were pretty easy to get that day. Huh? I think, oh, I think I, you're under play. Yeah, I, I think I keep one of them up my knee. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's still a goal, isn't it? Yeah. Below the knee, still a goal, yeah. yeah. But, um, Rocco, second no, half? I was going to say, well, the, there was a second half. The question I want to ask is, so you're captain and coach. How much more difficult is it to be captain coach than just the captain? Because now you're giving them orders. They're your friends. You're giving them orders, but you've also got to, you've got to back it up on the, on the ground. Look, I, I was lucky probably because most of the players, I was a lot older than them. Mm -hmm. I'd help, even when Brass was there, I'd helped captain and, and train them, help yes, recruit yeah. them. I, yep. I knew them very, very well. And it wasn't a matter of, I never had to raise my voice to them. Because yep. I knew if I said something, it was serious. Yeah. Yep. I, ne I never had one problem with them like that. But I think the thing was that my only problem was, which I regret sincerely, mm -hmm. our match committee, Carlton have always had great match committees. Yep. Jack Rout was chairman for a long time, mm. Percy Bentley, and West Lofts, Kevin McIntyre were there. Yep. But the problem was, even while I was captain and coach, I was controlling everything on the ground through George Frigo, our runner. Yes. And I really couldn't, I really couldn't converse with the math committee. Yep. And they really couldn't make changes without asking me. That's right. And we never really developed, and it was probably my fault. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I know they felt a bit out of it. Yes. Because of the, they're up there in the stand and I'm That's on the right. ground. That's right. And with no electronic conversations, you yeah. can have. It was me sort of singing out for George Frigo. Yeah. Come out and tell them, I'll go and do the message. Yeah. I'll go and tell them. But that, that was the only regret I had that mm. I didn't, I, I couldn't really involve the mass committee as much as I would have liked. Yeah. Because of circumstances. Well, it's, a, it's a difficult situation. As you said, you're on the ground and you've got to make these decisions like... Oh, and still uh, play. And well, still was, play. It's well, a, I was lucky. I, was, I could always do that. You know, so yeah. it's, just, it's a bit messier though, isn't it? Compared to a coach that just sits in the stand <coughs> and directs... Well, it is. It is if I'm at one end yeah. and George Frigo's got to come off the bench and do a, a message down the other end. Yeah. Of course. But uh, it worked out pretty well. I, I think it worked out really worked. well, yeah. Well, that was your first year as a coach um, as well as a captain. Yeah. Well, it was, but you think about it, I've been, um, you know, I've been captain of the club for 188 games. Yeah, yeah. true. When Brass was came, I lost 50 games as captain, Yeah, you know, which takes me to right. 230. That's right. My first year as vice-captain, two years when Graham Donaldson was captain, mm. he was injured, I, I spent... So, so I spent between captains and vice captains over 140, 240 years. Yeah. Wow. So I mean, six holes of record, 188. Yeah. But uh, when when Brassie came, I lost 50 games as captain. So when Brassie came, he became immediately captain. Yeah. And, and, coach, and, and I was and vice coach. captain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. And you were captain at the time. How'd you feel about that? Well, I didn't. 
didn't really worry me. Yeah, well, Barassi can't the, 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 no, no, no. His brass was good. Yeah. But the success brass had was because we had a good mesh committee. Yeah. The, the mesh committee used to have to sort of not... Brass was so enthusiastic yeah. and mm. do all these things. And the mesh settled down, settled down. <laughs> but it was one of those things, it was, it was a good a good blend, yeah. a good team. He changed. So I'd, I'd been through all that for yeah. Uh, my first year on the mesh committee when I was I was twenty. Yep. So I'd had ten or twelve years on the mesh committee. So mm-hmm. it was just easy. Yeah. No. A lot of it's you know what happens in name, but in in reality, I mean you were effectively the captain right through yep. really, um, and. Uh, you know, it's it's just you know for those fifty games that Brassy came along, yeah. but you were still oh, the captain uh, before uh, that, and you were the uh, captain uh, after. It was fantastic, but yeah, <clears throat> a lot of the players, young players, I'd help build up and help you know. Yeah, the Bruce Stills and those, I had so much to do with them right through. Yeah, you know, Jeff Southby comes in and yeah, um, Bert Deacon was alive, and we did a lot of recruiting. Yeah, but people forget that Jeff Southby won first two years. He won the best of Ferris. He did seventy one and seventy two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so all of them really, I had a lot to do with. Mm. Mm. So it's sort of a. I tell you what, the Norm Smith Medal didn't start till 1979. But if they had had one in 1972, who would you have given it to? Oh, that's a that's a good. Oh, I don't know. Probably don't yourself know. excluded. Yeah. Well. <laughs> no, no, that's probably well, Walsh Cheslanko. But the importance of probably the job that Peter Jones did was important. Yeah. yeah. You know, he, he held McKellar and beat McKellar. Yeah. <coughs> so, no, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, mm. I couldn't really comment one or the other, but. Uh, I'd probably give it to Robert Walls. I thought he was brilliant that day. He was good that day, wasn't he? But, but Purse uh, Jones seemed to run out of gas at the end of probably the, last, the, third, the third quarter. And I noticed that you put yourself back in the ruck and he went and rested in the forward not line. Not for very long. No? No, not for long, no. Okay. No, I, I, well, the thing was, I'd, I'd, I'd probably do the ruck work in the forward line. Yeah. Or Wolsey, um, and James would do the rest of the ground. Yeah. <coughs> so he never had to work on the whole ground. Yeah, yeah. Mainly the back half, really. Right, so. yeah. Oh, he, he had a fantastic game, first chance. <coughs> that really made him that game, I think. And, um, of course, uh, we, we mentioned Jezlinko, some of the miraculous things he did, and Sid Jackson... Well, Sid Jackson. We interviewed Sid Jackson, yeah, and we he did. was talking about. Uh, yeah, he yeah. But you look, you look at the team. You know, we had. I, I took not the chance. I, I trusted people like Paul Hurst. Yes. Vinnie Waite. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and electric John O'Connell. Yes. Yeah. He had the ball right on the final song, yeah, John O'Connell. Yeah, so right. I mean, a lot of those players basically were my boys. Yeah. And, and um, we trusted them, and they did a job. They did. So, you know, that's Neil Chandler, of course. Neil Chandler, played yes. In, played in four premierships. Ticked a really nice goal, too. And Vinnie Waite got injured, of course, <coughs> just on half-time, and um, that um, basically ruled him out, didn't it? Yeah, but look, look, you can look back on these things, but mm. uh, it's wonderful for me, and I appreciate, uh, I appreciate you showing it to your yeah, oh, clientele. No, that's but, it. Uh, well, it was one of the greatest premierships. Well, that's it, and, and, and it is the fiftieth anniversary of it. It is the fiftieth so anniversary, it's and a um, special. It's it's nice and clear in your mind, fifty years yeah. on, obviously, and uh, and we're yes. coming up to Richmond, as we said. Yes, so, yeah. and the Who club, of, the club, of course, is going to you know celebrate the fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, yeah, of as course. Well, so it's a big year. 
well, they've been unlucky with you know through COVID with yes. yeah. celebrating sixty and, and, and 70. 60 and 70, 70 yeah, that's right, yeah. Who um, was the and eighty one, eighty two? Of course, I mean, the COVID smacked all those things. Yeah, of course, of course, it's mucked yeah. up a lot of things. Who was the greatest rival, Richmond or Collingwood? <laughs> Oh, in the old Who'd days, you hate the most? In, in, in the old days, oh, Essendon, there's Essendon. in the old days, it was Collingwood. Yeah, because we, we were taught that by our old peers, yes, yeah. Jack Routes and Jack Carnies and these sort of guys, you know, who hated Collingwood. Yeah, but then, well, back in the thirties and forties, it'd be Carlton Collingwood. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. Essendon would have come up later on, but through, yeah. particularly when they were beating us all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's at one right. Stage. Yeah, that one stage. Um, anyway. But uh, I've been so lucky with Essendon because I always play well against them. So. Yeah. <laughs> and I suppose then Richmond was the role because you had some big matches like Well, we, we did probably in the, well, 60, 66 onwards probably. Yeah, that's right. But you lost a couple. Oh, we lost, yeah, we lost 69 a and 73 yeah, we lost 73, yeah. 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 But this one really was um, one for the ages and... Um, you know what, what can we say? But we really appreciate you uh, taking the time to discuss it with us. And uh, that's right, guys. Thank you for it's coming. Been, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to, to have you on our yeah. program, and we hope that Carlton could do the job on Richmond yeah, this coming Thursday it. night as we celebrate 50 and years of the 1972. Let's hope they can do something this year. Bizarre. Do you watch footy at the moment? Do you do you keep up with it? Yeah, I keep up with it. Yeah. Yeah. So just quickly, how how you how you looking at the team this year? Oh, look. The club, the club Carlton at the moment, is the best position for the last twenty odd years. Yep. Good, that's what we've had. Uh, apart from players and coaches and administration, yeah. mm. we are well set up, and we, the club has uh, paid. The, the club is financial. They've paid their money off. They pay their money. They've got off. good, good, good players, good recruiting. Yeah. I'm, I'm just so buoyant about it. I, I think we all are. I think we all feel the same this year. We've got a different feeling. Well, that's true. But several doubters last year. Yeah. Uh, several doubters were critical of the club for get changing CEOs and changing coaches yep. and these things. Look at it now. Yeah, it had to be done. And the culture within the playing, the the culture of the business side has been is been good. Yeah, the culture in the playing department for the last five or ten years has been shocking. It has been. The culture now is good. I and, think uh, so. That's good to the hear. Cha- the changes had to be done. I think so. And. Uh, and we're all happy, I'm t- especially the younger the younger generation, like my son and that, they haven't seen any sort of like a success. success. So they're up and about this year, which yeah. is good to see because we need a strong Well, Carlton. you think the way we are now without uh, Harry Mackay and David and, and Wittering and Pitney, you know, yeah. full back, full forward, first ruck. Yeah. And we're still hanging in there. Yeah, yeah. still hanging in there. So it's, uh, uh, it's good. Yeah, well, no, but no. everyone, thank you very the much. The number one player for the Carlton Football Club in its history, no doubt about it, Mr. John Nichols. Thank you again. Thank, thank you, you, John. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.